Hey friends, welcome to another episode of This Sovereign Life where we aim to inspire you to escape the mediocrity that we've been conditioned to see as success in this society and instead pursue a life that is everything that you desire and more because that is what we're meant to do. Today I want to talk about a topic that has been coming up for me a lot lately, um, something that's been really relevant in my life as I am on this journey. And it's not just a a topic I can sum up in one word, but one of the things that a couple uh, phrases that come to mind are science versus God and inactive belief, right? Uh, So I was raised in an environment, a religious environment that I would say very much pitted science against God, right? And during this kind of most recent time with the COVID and everything that has happened, I've started to hear this become a stronger and stronger dichotomy and argument that people use against each other, right? Like it's science versus God and uh, I believe in science or I believe in God and, and it's it's spoken and unspoken, right? And for as long as I've been alive, it's definitely been the overall um, feeling. The overall narrative has been that it's one or the other, right? And there's uh, there's been a lot of of things in science that directly oppose God purposely. Uh, I don't really believe that there's anything in the Bible that directly opposes science because science itself comes from God, comes from nature. Science is the study of God's creation. That is the only reason that science exists. But um, I believe that we as people, as humans, have put these two things against each other for several reasons. And therefore, we have sabotaged our own understanding of God's creation. Um, And the reason I've been thinking about this and looking into this is because I was raised, like I said, in a uh, religion where the Bible was taken very, I would say, flatly in a lot of ways, Uh, very literally in some ways, and yet in the ways that were not understood by the religious leaders, uh, there were certain things that were ignored. They weren't taken literally at all, such as like the verse that says, if you have faith, the grain of a mustard seed, you would be able to look at this mountain and say, move over here and and it would do it, right? You yourself, it doesn't say God would move it for you. It said, if you have that kind of faith, you can move mountains. And I didn't quote that accurately or directly, but that is the gist of the verse. And, um, you know, where I was raised that, if that was taken, literally, it was just kind of brushed off like now that, you know, we're just not, we just don't have that kind of faith, right? And it was just accepted that that kind of faith doesn't exist within us. And yet, for me, I always wondered at these things, right? Like what... Why would the Bible say these things? Why would the Bible say all of these things? And yet so many of them, some of them we find extremely relevant and important. 
uh, like, you know, verses about um, the way you should dress or look or act. And yet these other powerful uh, words we just disregard. And it never really made sense to me. And so lately, as I'm hearing all of these narratives and, you know, it's all swirling around in my head, I have also been exploring some ideas that in my religious background um, would be seen as taboo or opposed to the word of God. Ideas such as um, energy being the way that we create, our imaginations being a creative force within us put there by God. And, um, you know, things such as quantum mechanics and uh, the idea of this physical manifestation not being the only reality that is currently even in play. And a lot of these ideas are very complex and I could give you some book references to read, but um, I'm not going to go into explaining these ideas in this episode. But as I've been exploring them, what I've noticed is that I feel, I have felt for a while and I felt at times like I am exploring ideas that are in opposition to God. But at the very same time, what it's doing is it's opening up for me so much more understanding of the vastness and um, power of God that is present here today in this earth, on this earth, in this universe. And to me, I don't feel like I'm discovering or exploring opposing truths. I feel like what I am understanding, the more and more that I explore, as I am understanding that we have deadened, is that a good word? Deadened these truths by pitting them against each other. We have taken away power from both science and God. We have taken away understanding and truth from both of them by putting them against each other rather than understanding how or using science, let's put it this way, using science and using the discovery of things like energy and atoms and how nature works to amplify God, to understand God. And I'm not saying that we can understand God in God's full power at all. But what I'm saying is I believe that we have robbed ourselves of what God has offered us here, what God has given to us, and uh, by doing this, right? And there's some, there are, so one of the things that I believe now is God-given and a God-given creative part of us because God said, I will create man in my image. And I believe that that wasn't just a physical image. I believe that that was... He created us to be creators as we look around and we see all of the different forms of life on this earth. Humans are the only ones with the ability to create. So that makes sense. That aligns with with scripture. The the thing is, is like at one point I realized, I learned through some of my studies that the imagination 
is our creative force. And what we imagine, how we create our lives is through our imagination, how we create anything. And that is obviously true. If you look around and you see everything that people have created, all of it had to be imagined before it was ever made, right? So these things do not misalign with truth. They do not misalign with the reality that we see around us, and they do not misalign with scripture. Now, there's verses in scripture um, about God and about God, or about, sorry, about the imagination, right? One of those verses in particular is that God saw that the imagination of men was evil continually. (laughs) And uh, we could explore that verse in different ways. In my opinion, that's not only people imagining evil things, but that's us also imagining that the evil in the world is more uh, real than God himself, than God's power, than God's love. And I think if you look around us, if you look at the news, if you look into your own brain, you can see that more often than not, your imagination wants to go to what's bad, what what is wrong, what is going to happen that is bad. You want to imagine, your imagination automatically goes to imagining the most, the worst case scenario, the most evil thing possible, rather than default consistently imagining great possibilities, uh, love, amazing things happening to you, et cetera, right? Um, and so thinking on this, right, um, I think I'm talking about this because what I feel that I'm discovering is that these principles that as religions and as as believers in God and the Bible, there are so many principles that we believe inactively. We have so much inactive belief in the Bible, in scripture and what it says. And yet all of these these truths, these very active and alive truths that science continues to discover, but not necessarily to attribute to God, uh, those are also alive and well, and those are also in scripture. And yet we like to believe that they're not real because we can't easily understand them. We can't easily, we, we think we have faith and we think we have belief by believing, like just believing that something exists. Right. But I think and I don't, I will look more into this. And if anyone wants to fact check me, um, it's it's a little complex to look at the original languages of the Bible. But I do believe that as the Bible has been translated, it has been dumbed down and a lot of the original meanings of words have been lost. And so therefore, we understand it differently. One of the things that I do believe is true is that in some of these places where God talks about belief in scripture, the belief, the word belief or believe in the original languages was in the active tense, not in the passive tense, meaning that this is an ongoing and active and alive thing to do, not just, hey, I believe that that exists and that's good enough, right? Um, 
and as long as I believe that God exists and as long as I believe that God died for my sins in the past, some sometime long ago, um, I'm going to get to heaven and this life doesn't really matter. Well, I don't think that that's true anymore. I used to kind of live in that way, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm just a wretched sinner. Thank God that he died on the cross at some point and I get to go to heaven and, you know, I'll just kind of live out this life for that, that uh, future, right? But as I study more and more, what I'm starting to realize is that a lot of the beliefs that we've adopted in religion, in science, in ourselves, in the way reality, the way we see reality in kind of this, you know, just this three-dimensional reality that we exist in, how we perceive it. I think that a lot of the beliefs that we do, we adopt, uh, spiritual beliefs, religious beliefs, they, and even societal beliefs, even beliefs about how we should live, because we're so limited, and because we have we have lost so much of the power of God in in limiting them to what we perceive or what we understand or what we think we can attribute to God and God's word versus what we attribute to science and oppose, you know, that's directly opposed to God in our minds. We have limited ourselves down to principles that only serve us if we're just going to live out this life and this is all that there is or if heaven is all that there is. Um, some future reality that we believe is eternal, but we don't, you know, we don't think we're there yet. We don't think we're getting there uh, until we die. And then we don't really know what that is. And it's all so arbitrary. And we think that that's faith, right? We think that the faith is this belief in something where we just can be like, yeah, that's going to happen. And I can't see it yet. And I'm not saying that this isn't true, but what I believe what I think at this point is that there's something far more active and far more tied into eternity than we realize because eternity is ultimately not something in the future. Eternity is now. Eternity is why God said that time is irrelevant to him, that one day is as a thousand years, a thousand years is as one day to God. That's eternity. Eternity makes time irrelevant, right? It's not, it makes it so it's not about living this life and living out our, you know, 70 to 100 years and then dying and then going somewhere else and then spending time there. And that's why we can't conceive eternity, right? Because we are so limited and locked into this idea of time and these ideas that just pertain to this earthly life. But I think what that does is it makes us live so much less of a life, a life that isn't conscious of the fact that everything that we're doing, everything that we're living and believing in, the faith that we're having right now is all relevant because it's all tied in to eternity. And I believe that scripture actually says this in many ways. And 
And so these ideas to me no longer are opposed to each other, right? Like belief, like faith and belief. It's interesting that in religious contexts, we talk so much about faith and belief. The Bible talks so much about faith and belief. And yet the idea that we're creating our reality every single day with our beliefs and our faith, we can't, we, we resist that. But the truth is every day you're believing something. Every day you're having faith in something, but it might not be in God. It might be that you're having faith in the worst possible outcome, that you are believing in something that is not, uh, you know, not fruitful for your life. Our beliefs are both subconscious and conscious. And so often we believe, we think that we consciously have faith, we consciously think that we have faith, and yet subconsciously our faith is put in only what we can see. Faith, that's not really faith, right? Or or what we've seen in the past or what we think is going to happen based on, you know, what somebody else has told us, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that a lot of times our active belief ends up being in all the things we don't actually want, in in a limited reality that's limited to our experience and maybe someone else's experience, our parents' experience, um, you know, historians' experience, what's recorded, what we see in the news, uh, what we see on our little phones because most of us aren't even looking around in the real world anymore. And we're putting such inactive belief and inactive faith in the, the real truths, these truths that exist regardless of us and yet allow us to create our own reality. And to me, what, why I brought up science, why I brought up science versus God is because I believe that science is starting to discover some of these things. Um, even back in Einstein's day, you know, uh, it's always been discovering that there's these, these, uh, almost unexplainable features of our reality. I mean, just the idea of everything is atoms and everything is energy and it's all moving. That is mind blowing. If you really think about it, right. It's all movable. And, uh, and yet the fact that we haven't put this together with, with scripture where it says that if you have the faith, the grain of, of a mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? Like if, if mountains literally are all atoms and faith literally does change the way energy moves, it changes the shape of our reality, which God said, then it all actually fits together. And we're just really living at a, like a very small percentage of our capacity. And you even see this in the Old Testament, you know, the Tower of Babel, these things. So I'm not saying this is all like this is, 
of course, like everything, there's a shadow side to this as well, because there are some people out there that have way more faith than you and they are changing reality while you're sitting here thinking that you have faith in God, but your faith is dead. Your belief is inactive because you've put it all in this future that you don't believe exists yet. You don't believe you're part of that future yet. But what if you are? Because eternity is not a timeline that goes from point A to point B. Eternity is all of time. And that, let that blow your mind. And if that is true, and it is, I believe, I believe that every amount of evidence anywhere in scripture and science and everywhere backs that up, then we are participating in our reality at all times. And so therefore, if we really understand the gravity of that, if we really understand the power of that, then when we check out, when we stop participating in this life actively, when we stop, when we weaken ourselves with this idea that it's all just about a future in heaven and that none of this matters and we're just supposed to live this life without, you know, hide or by hiding, by, by staying low key, by, you know, uh, being fearful, then are we really are we really the, the person in the parable with the talent who hid his talent in the ground? Are we actually being that guy instead of the one that went out and multiplied their talents, the ones that went out and multiplied their talents? That parable has always stood out to me. It's very powerful. And it, It never really made sense until now. But I think this is something to consider if you you believe in science or God. (laughs) Because maybe, maybe they're not opposed. Certain aspects of science are very opposed to God. I'm not saying that's not true because the scientists are opposed to God. But science in itself is just a discovery of God's world, God's universe. And it's the people on both sides, I think. It's the people on both sides of religion and science that are making faith dead, that are losing out on the truths that are available to us now. So really lately when I've been recording these podcasts, I haven't had a plan. This wasn't planned. And really I'm in this journey of discovery. I have I have realized how inactive my belief has been, how dead my faith well, I wouldn't even say dead. My faith has been put in the wrong things. <laughs> 
my faith has been in just, and and maybe it is dead faith because by definition, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So maybe I'm just, my faith is dead and my belief is misplaced. But what I'm realizing for myself is that that is everything. That it has shaped my reality thus far. And the only way for my reality to be something different, if that's what I want, is to activate real faith. The kind of faith that truly understands these things. And to not think that belief is just something that you get and you put on a shelf, right? That you fill once and then you store it away. These things are the most important and vital parts of shaping our reality. And so I just wanted to share and I will continue to share as I discover these things and I go through this journey because this feels like truth to me and it does not feel contradictory to God's truth, to the scripture, to God's word, which I don't believe is just limited to scripture. I believe God's word is active within us. And if it helps anybody else, then even just one person, then that's why I'm putting it on this podcast because I think as we realize these things and we share them, we we can empower each other, empower ourselves as a whole. And I believe the verses in the Bible that say that God would have everyone come unto him and that all shall hear the word of God or all shall hear of God and then he'll come back. I wish I could quote that verse accurately, but I believe that and I believe that this is part of it because I believe for a very long time the truth has been suppressed by both religion and science. So let's continue to discover that together. That's all I have for today. And of course, as always, I will see you or I will talk at you in the next one.